Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. In this episode, I'm interviewing Rhonda Berlino. Rhonda worked in high-pressure and high-stress environments for over 25 years. Now she is an impact strategist and founder of Undeniable Impact Coaching, helping high achievers thrive with less stress. Welcome, Rhonda. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, <laughs> wait, there's 7.8 million people in the world, right? And yes. of that we, pro- we probably need 10,000 in our lifetime, right? So <laughs> yeah. for me, one, every time I meet someone, I want to make a difference. And there so you go. for you and for your listeners, I want to make a difference. So let's do this. I love it. Out of the billions, we'll, <laughs> we'll connect. No. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's start out by sharing a little bit about yourself with the listeners. Okay. Well... I, uh, I'm Rhonda Berlino and I am certified stress management coach. And I got that way over the last, uh, four years, probably only because I had to. So most of the learning I've done, even the certification that I have as a life coach, most of the information I got, it was because like, I knew I had the power to heal myself. If I get enough information then and connect to the intelligence that's inside me, I knew that I could get a clue. I knew probably after that, I might need a little more help, but you know, that was the start. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I I am living in Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, I've been there like my whole life. And it's kind of an interesting situation because people think that, oh, you're living in, in Sin City and do you wear a headdress, you know, like showgirls do. <laughs> Well, of course I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, as I'm sitting at everyone? home. <laughs> no, that's right. Headdress, please. I can't. I just can't operate without my headdress. No, that's a total lie. Um, no, I have 20 years in corporate sales, marketing, building, uh, business building in the real estate industry in Las Vegas. Las Vegas is big for building. And I'm a big proponent of that's the same thing as like self-development, right? Mm -hmm. Developing, watching something come from what was nothing or something that was not so beautiful, get a little bit more shiny. It's (laughs) all, (laughs) I like that, you know, so I've been in self-development my entire life. And so I've made it my mission now to help other people in their journey in this life because mine, though it started off pretty rocky, no one would have known. Like I grew up here in Las Vegas in the middle, you know, socioeconomic bliss. Okay. That's what it looks like. Uh All that. And dad, dad had problems with every kind of addiction Vegas could offer. Oh. If I should say that. <laughs> and the cool part about all that, just because I know we're given a 30,000 foot view, is that he got sober. I got my dad back. Mm. And we healed a relationship, which is completely uh, like miracle stuff, but we worked at it. And we worked at it because I refused to continue this family's legacy. So I am a generational 
disturber. Uh-huh, I love it. So, <laughs> Transition daughter. <laughs> generational disturber, uh, coach. Um, yes. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into the topic for today. Can you tell us okay. more about the dangers of high performance coping? What is it and what do we need to know about it? Okay. The first thing is high performance coaching, um, high performance coping is not something that you are aware of right away. I mean, you can win awards for it. (laughs) You can make a ton of money from it. You can make a life where you didn't have one. You can look like the person that has everything going for them. And, you know, like, so what I'm saying is that it's very hidden. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take you to a place where I realized what was happening. Um, So from the time I was probably 13, I started getting autoimmune issues and these issues, they, they look like, um, maybe IBS, you know, like digestive issues, mm-hmm. um, bronchial issues for sure. Pretty nervous, anxiety, that kind of stuff. Um, those kinds of things followed me for most of my life. And the only time I felt better is when I was doing something about it. Now, fast forward to an emergency room. In 2019, early 2019, um, on the way to the emergency room, I'm driving to a sales meeting. um, And I'm saying to myself, this job is going to kill me. Not the thing you should say to yourself because your brain actually does pretty much what you like it to do. (laughs) Yeah. So so, uh, this job's going to kill me. And I'm holding on to the steering wheel. I'm going, ah, chest. Like I had been feeling these horrible chest pains. Like just imagine you cannot complete a full inhale. Yeah. Everything in my body hurt. I started to get nauseous um, and I'm driving and my left arm starts like pulsating, like pain coming up, you know, up into my chest and through my, the back, my back. And I'm like, what's happening? What is going on? So I come up on the freeway and I'm like, what should I do? Because I should either pull over and go to the hospital or I should go to the sales meeting. <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> I know, right? I could, I, when I repeat this, it always amazes me. Like that is yeah. some sound, that is some sound, not sound, uh, <laughs> thought processes, but it truly was. And the only reason I opted for not going to the sales meeting, because not going to the sales meeting meant I would probably lose my job. So wow. just because big dudes were, you know, corporate big guys were coming into town and you just don't do that to them. Yeah. You just don't. So um, I opted to go to the emergency room, got off the freeway instead of like pulling over. I mean, <laughs> who knows? I, Drove I, myself I mean, to the ER. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but, and I sat in the emergency entrance going, this is a little dramatic, don't you think? It's a little dramatic. Now just take a deep breath, you know, and I called a girlfriend because I was already close enough, of course. (laughs) I'm sure to your listeners, this probably sounds insane because I recognized that it it was. But this is where your brain goes when you're in high performance mode. And what's really happening is you are in fight or flight or freeze. One of those three. Yeah. 
And the rest of your body is responding as if you are going to die. So your frontal, your prefrontal cortex is like left the building. Yeah. Like out, (laughs) you know, I'm sorry, not here right now. All you need to do is survive. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that then. I didn't get it. Anyway, so I call a girlfriend of mine who is in all this energy stuff. And the reason, I mean, that just came to my mind, call Tamara. And so I called her um, and I'm still having these pulsating it's like, I might as well have like put my hand in a socket, my finger in a socket. It was like, and like, and the more that happened, the more I panicked and the more I couldn't breathe. And the more I was, you know, coaching myself from my fight or flight part going, just get out, just get out. So I get out of the car, standing in the, in the, (laughs) in the emergency room parking lot and my friend answers the call. She's in New York in a noisy Starbucks. And I'm like, I, I, I need you right now. I like that energy stuff that you talked to me about that I always thought was kind of woo, you know, like, <laughs> but, but I can't, can't quite relate to that. I need you to talk to me about it right now because I feel like I'm having a heart attack. And she's like, Rhonda, go to the hospital. I said, I'm at the hospital. She's like, where are you? <laughs> she's like, get inside. <laughs> go get help. And I'm like, Maybe this is dramatic though. This feels like, I mean, maybe I'm having a heart attack, but maybe I'm just, something told me to call you. Oh my gosh. And as I'm saying this, I can feel it in my body. It's the nutsiest thing. <laughs> so the stories stay in your body. Yeah. That's another thing that's really important to point out when you're, when you're in this fight or flight mode, all of it stays in your body. All of the chemistry that's going on from all the emotions stays in your body and it goes into your fascia, right? Into what holds your skin on basically. And there's inflammation that goes on because of that toxin. Yeah. Right. So everything's starting to hurt. Like I'm getting worse by the minute. So she goes, calm down. She she goes, let's meditate for a second. I'm like, all right, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Okay. We're going to meditate. And honestly, her voice was very like nothing else matters right now. Just you. And she gets into the meditation. Oh, for, yeah, I know. And, it's, and I can hear Starbucks and all that kind of stuff, but I'm like desperate, right? And she's like, Rhonda, I just want to say one thing to you. Your heart hurts. I've known you for 11 years and I've watched you do that job and it betrays your heart. It betrays who you are. And you know that. And so really, your body is fighting you and saying, I will not be denied. I will not. Oh, yeah. This is just so. Long story short, I walked into the emergency room, called my husband. They did the whole workup kind of thing. I mean, the, the everything. We, we probably should keep you overnight. But here's what we know. Um, with all of the tests that we've run, you're not having a heart attack. Um, your heart looks strong. And it would be really wise for you to go to a cardiologist. And, and get more further tests. But your cortisol levels are off the charts. And so we think this is an anxiety attack. I'm like, perfect. Oh. <laughs> perfect. So maybe I should have gotten that antidepressant that you know one of my other doctors said, you should take this. And I'm like, mm, just didn't feel right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so what I learned from the... Um, cardiologist was like 
it was like a month of testing. I, I took off work, obviously, I just said, sorry, <laughs> here it is. Let it burn. This is most important, right? Um, it was so bad that they pretty much gave away my job. But that being said, um, I went through all the all of the tests, which was that was extensive. And he said to me, Rhonda, I would fix this for you if I could. I would. But everything that you need to do to fix this is in you. Mm. And I'm like, oh, wrong answer. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong answer. Because literally for me to be the person in this shape, you know, the, the thing that got you there is not the same. As the, the thing, the people, the messages, the the habits that will get you out of that. Right. And so I vowed right then that I would figure out at least how to get somebody out of this heightened state so that they didn't have to do it themselves. And my mission is to do that. After 2020, like just, it takes a thought to be in fight or flight. Just a thought. And if you're a child, if you're a child and you're in a house with parents who are having those thoughts, um, and I mean, let's face it, global pandemic will do that to somebody, yeah, right? So then you can, whether you're a really sensitive person, classified as a person that's highly sensitive or not, a child learns, I mean, instinctually, Humans, especially little humans, survive based on what they feel. And so they go into fight or flight. Here's another danger of high performance coping. It's toxic. For those high achievers out there, first Mm -hmm. of all, how can we be more aware when we are pushing ourselves to the point of having these issues crop up? And and keep in mind, you are actually talking to someone who has fractured their neck in a meeting, not even realizing <laughs> that they were stressed out at all. <laughs> okay, girl. <laughs> all right. I understand you. <laughs> Seriously, that, when you think about it, what the fight or flight response does, and whether performance puts you in there or, or a bear, yeah, The fight or flight response has chemistry that dulls your sense of pain so that you can get the hell out of the way. You, ah. can, you can keep going. So our bodies are miraculously built to do that. But guess what else they're miraculously built to do? Speak to us. <laughs> and how do we listen for those of us that oh really God. suck at it? <laughs> okay. So, no, I, you're not the only one. Let me just say, for all of you out there that are going, yeah, what? I, the first person I met that said, so what is the voice of your soul talking to you about? I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> wait a minute. There, There's some voices in my head for sure. I mean, not like, you know, in a maybe unhealthy way, but I mean, voices in my head. Well, what does this voice sound like exactly? (laughs) Can you tell me? Because I know one of them and it's my father. I'm certain. (laughs) (laughs) It's that harsh critic, right? And even that harsh critic can throw you into fight or flight. So how do we know? First of all, we got to slow down. Mm. I know that is like. What? No. (laughs) Yes. Well, here's the other thing. 
this is what I learned. Um, when you are busy all the time, when you are high achieving all the time, you're actually in a trauma response of some sort. Mm. And the trauma resp- response is keeping you safe from looking at something that you do not have or you think you don't have the capacity to get through. Okay. Ooh, so makes sense. Seriously. Yeah. So stay with me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so stay with me for a second on that one. Basic story is when we're children. So overwhelm comes when we do not have the facilities, the understanding to actually fathom what's going on. I watched my house burn down. I watched my mom get hurt a lot. (laughs) And these things were unfathomable for me. So hypervigilance was my deal because Mm -hmm. I thought somehow I could do something so that wouldn't happen. Little thing that I was. So fast forward to being the high producer. You are still doing something to make sure that life doesn't happen like that again. And the, the fix can be simple or it can be complicated depending on the person and individual circumstance. I don't want to undermine this at all because it could be really serious. Yeah. I mean, it can. So the, the, the gravity of mine unrolls and unravels a little bit at a time, which is what my, my system is doing to keep me safe. Because the more I show my system by stopping, by slowing down, I'm feeling this. I tell my system, I got this. I'm the adult here now. Mm. So my belief system as a child was, I will die. Someone will die if I don't make sure that I'm there. The reality was it had nothing to do with me. And now if that situation were to present itself, I'm fully, fully capable of dealing with that situation. So I don't need that protection anymore. Thank you very much, nervous system. Ah, so it sounds like uncovering what that story that was created uh, to lead us to being so high achieving and slowing down enough to, well, slowing down enough to look at it and to change it. Yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, it sounds like, well, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. So if you're a high achiever and life is lovely, then Good for you. Keep trucking. Keep doing that. (laughs) But if you keep having weird medical issues. (laughs) Yeah, if you happen to be the person that's driving down the street and and thinking you might have a heart attack and wondering if you should like maybe go to work or go, you know, like. (laughs) And here's what I notice in in myself. Okay. I can still be in a place where maybe my plate is too full. It happens often. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because habits take a while to break. And then some of them you don't even see. Yeah. So when you fix one, you go to the next one, right? And it's <laughs> it all reveals good. itself. <laughs> it, it does. And honestly, yeah. it's a very good it's a very good system because it, it gives you what could what you can take at a time, right? Not more than you can do. So you don't have to fear it. You don't have to be in fight or flight about it because you you'll lose your ability in your frontal cortex to really reason through it. Yeah. Right. So when I find myself in a place where things are going fast 
and maybe my mouth gets a little dry. I just can't think. I know. I'm like, oh, my brain's not online. What would make my brain not be online? Ah. Mm -hmm. Or I have zero patience. I'm not about this. Like, uh, I keep feeling (laughs) like I need to bounce. (laughs) I'm in a meeting and I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here. (laughs) In a relationship with somebody. And you're like, got to get out of here. Stay with me here. Because that is like, you know, the cracks are where the light gets in. Mm -hmm. So stress fractures, that's what I call them. So stress fractures, oftentimes my clients come to me and go, every time I'm in this meeting, this is what happens. I'm like, that's a beautiful thing. And they're like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) What? And it is a beautiful thing because honestly, it gives you, that's where the light comes in. It gives you an inclination of what, where you should start. And it's your body's ability to say, I'm ready to get this. So you're never going to be overwhelmed by it. It's a safe place to be. So this is what's starting to listen to your body. So if you are going too fast, you're not going to hear it. Yeah. You're not going to hear it and you're not going to cognitively get it. So Brené Brown has this quote that I, I have hung with for years and it is unresolved cognition or emotion is driving every action you choose. Mm. Everything you do has a reason behind it. So if you find that you don't like the result, then you go back and you go, hmm, why am I doing what I'm doing? So it's an easier way, a kinder, more everyday kind of way to get into it. And so there are practical things that will help you help you in that circumstance. Obviously, I'm speaking from 30,000 feet because there's kind of a lot that that I can do in my practice with clients. But even the self-help part is the most important because there's this part where when you're highly activated, like a high-performing person does, like you're when, when you're in the height of it, you've got chemistry in your body that's going crazy, going crazy. So in order to get you to a place where you could even look at what, what's driving you, you need to get your body online. So the first phase is like, all right, am I sleeping? I used to say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. People say, <laughs> oh my God, seriously, do you know you sleep 26 years away in your life? And I'm like, huh, not me. No, dude, Mm-mm. not going to happen. But really what I, what I realized is that if I didn't sleep, I would die. Yeah. Because the, the best performance accelerators come from sleep because your body repairs, restores, strengthens. It's where your learning comes to fruition. You know, like it actually takes everything you did that day and, and categorize it into learning. Like our brain is so freaking amazing. But it's, especially if you're a high performer, you have lots of thoughts going on, lots of thoughts. <laughs> and it's almost like inside your brain, you are, you're creating some fog. that, Like a car that's running on fast forward and, and the emission that comes from it is like fog. It starts to get like, oh, you're burning some oil, but that's the really toxic stuff. If you don't sleep, that fog doesn't lift. It doesn't lift yeah. and it becomes toxic to your brain. So when you're thinking about a high performance, 
Sleep is brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. Exercise is brilliant. There are ways that you can exercise that can actually increase the density of your hippocampus. Your hippocampus is so important because that is memory centers. And every time I would get into one of what they call a burnout, I, I lost my memory. Like I could no longer do my job. Yeah. I, had to, I would have to take time off for three months. I'd be back. Take care of myself for three months. I'd be back. And sometimes it would last me 10 years. Sometimes it only lasted me two. But that's because I didn't change what I was doing. I didn't realize what I was doing. So, um, but there are exercises that you can do that actually increase, make you smarter, make your brain smarter. Yeah. Your brain is amazing. And when you talk about neural pathways, people talk about how hard it is to change a habit. When you get your brain on your side, which means you take care of it in terms of nutraceuticals, the, the kind of supplements that feed your brain what it needs. You're good with your hydration. You're good with your nutrition and you're great with your sleep. Those kinds of things get your brain online with you, right? And so you will be so much more powerful and there will be so much more available to you so that you're working faster, not harder. So I know that sounds like a cliche people used no. to say to me, but seriously, <laughs> there's science. And now, okay, there are things like people pleasing that are, was one of my, my I'm, I was a rep. Okay. So actually went out into the world as a sales representative, sales executive, which, whatever you want to say, but I represented a fortune 250 company, pretty high highbrow stuff. So you had to be this certain person and you had to please the people. Okay. So if you already have that, what they call the disease to please, and then you are in a position where you're getting paid for it and handsomely, <laughs> you're like, I got every motivation to be a pleaser and all that. But the problem again with high performance is everything you do high performance. So you're a high performance pleaser and it leaves zero, zero room for you. Zero. Yeah. Now I'm talking about women here now specifically too, because women have the nurturing. It's, it's hardwired this nurturing thing. And so we take care of a lot. And I think it is the most beautiful thing we can do for the world. But without us nurturing ourselves, we fall short and the world needs us. Seriously. I think the world needs men too. Not, I'm not dissing you guys. <laughs> I'm just saying from a female standpoint, we do end up in, in the weeds. Um, pretty much more detail, I think, than men are typical. Now I'm saying people who identify as female. Yeah. Right. So there's and, a lot of guys. general terms too. Yeah. Yeah. All good. yeah absolutely. <laughs> so, but being a people pleaser is like, it can cause burnout. And when somebody said to me, oh, she's all burned out. I was hot. It was hot. Don't you tell me, don't you tell me <laughs> that I'm done because I can tell you for certain there is no done. <laughs> with me. <Yeah. laughs> I'm dead. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> I had no idea how fast I was running towards that. But uh, burnout is not doing too many things. I mean, you can do an amazing amount of things when your body is energized by what you're doing instead of drained. 
you can do what your heart and body are hardwired to do with ease versus all the other things it takes, like people pleasing and all the other coping mechanisms that come into play are not necessary if you are doing the thing that lights you up. So yeah. here's another tip. Here's I do have, I like, do, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just on a roll here. So uh, the other tip is high performance people tend to be learners. Lots and lots of learning. Yes. I don't know anybody who doesn't want to be, nobody in my circle has said, yeah, I'm good enough. I, I mean, I'm done. You know, I'm like good. Obsessive learners. Yes, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so does it make sense? I mean, are we, as we are learning voraciously, like I'm, I'm talking a book a week. Here. Or more. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, really? Yeah. <gasps> okay, so do we need all of it? This is what I'm going to say. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't tell me no. <laughs> Seriously, what lights you up when you hear something? So this is, again, developing a practice of paying attention to what goes on in your body means good and bad, right? So yeah. if your brain goes, oh, I love that. That is amazing. Wait, let me... Let me, let me read that again. <laughs> Hold on. You know, I'm, I'm a big podcast learner too. Serious. Yeah. Uh, audiobooks, podcasts, all that. Yeah. So I'm like constantly going, wait, wait, wait. What'd you say? So there's a book that I've just recently um, read over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called The Art of the Impossible. And so you notice the undeniable brand is like my, that's my brand. And that's because... I will not be denied is kind of a moniker for me. It's like, wait, no, really? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me I have to accept that because something inside of me is driving me to get that. You know, so now I know to, to look at what's inside myself. Like, do I have to? Just because you can do it, does it mean you should? Are you fulfilled by it or are you energized? I read this Art of the Impossible. Um. Stephen Cutler, I think is a brilliant neuroscience has gotten to a place where we know what goes on in our body. So it's not just biohacks. Cause trust me, I'm like a biohack. For, I, I, I use those. <laughs> I'm talking every food biohack I can get. I did a 23 and me, um, workup so that I could send it to a nutrigenomist. Oh, cool. So what that means is how eating can help your genes. If you have mitochondrial issues, which is like the energy producing, protein producing part of your cells, right? Then life is shorter for you. And, and so pretty much I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm about that. Here, I'll take this gene. <laughs> I'm about to get my genes worked up and send it to this lab. And they, they, they work with high performance athletes and all that. I send, I refer my clients many times. To these guys who take such good care because there is nothing in the world like knowing who you are. Nothing. Yeah. It's the most brilliant thing. I mean, and I have a pretty harsh critic inside. And even that, I've gotten to a place where I'm like, yeah, yeah, maybe not perfect, 
perfect is boring. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. If I am not perfect in the thing that lights my heart up, lights me up, I'm going to get better in that because I know my soul is energized. My body, my, my every cell is energized by that. And when I say to people, I think we all have a gift for the world. Sometimes the gift has come from really difficult circumstances, but man, it's powerful. It's powerful for healing in the world. It's powerful for having the life that you were born to live, that life that lights you up, that's fulfilling, not the life that you wake up in the morning and go, I can't get out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) I am good at this. I hate it. (laughs) You know, like that's kind of where I was. Like, I'm really good at this. People love me. And it's given me this lifestyle until it didn't. So sometimes nature, higher powers, your creator will do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Oh, and yeah. It really, it really has been a gift for me. Oh, A gift for me. It seriously has. And I mean, every single thing that my dad and I went through, all of my siblings went through, we all notice emotion and cognition, thoughts and actions that come up when we go, this is not healthy for me. Like there was a time when I was drinking too much and I was like, what's going on here? Like this stress, if you were trying to deal with stress from the outside and you're missing it. Yeah. You're missing it. I mean, it's an admirable attempt. Okay. <laughs> and it's, and it matters. <laughs> it does. Cause you're but telling we your need body. to go internally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now, it's a, it's not as scary as it, it, as it sounds, I think. Yeah. So now, I encourage I can encourage everyone to do that. Okay. Um, along those lines, you'd mentioned some of the services that you provide and your brand. So can you share a little bit more about that? Okay. Absolutely. Thanks for asking. The first thing is my mission is to help people live better lives, fuller lives, more lit up lives. So as fast as you're, as hard as you're producing, I want you to be that degree of lit up and energized and it's possible. And the world needs it. Generation after generation cannot live in fear. Not one segment of the world can live in fear of their lives every day, whether it's in fear of, you know, being shot, eaten by lions, or just in fear of losing the income that you know keeps your family alive. That, that is my mission. And so at the Undeniable Brand, we have a suite of services. I have an online course, which is designed to take people out of that first phase, help you get through, okay, it's not, it's not a detox because it's three months, okay? But it is, our brains are so good at, wait a minute, this is how I work. But we have neuroplasticity at our side. And that means your brain is waiting to say, show me the most efficient way to make you better. Right? And this all happens. It's better life through chemistry. It's amazing. So habits are not as hard as they seem to break, especially when your body says, yes, please, more of that. That's what my online course goes. It goes first in the, in the let's get you into some better habits 
let's get you um, your brain back yeah. <laughs> and understanding when your body is in fight or flight and what to do. Okay, so that's the first phase. And then the second phase is let's set your life up so it lights you up and you get what you want out of life plus your health, plus your satisfaction. Yeah. You can get satisfaction despite <laughs> what the song says. <laughs> yeah. So you have so, an online course, you have coaching yeah. and you have your own podcast too. I do. So I do one-on-one coaching um, and everything's on my website basically, but I do have a, I do have a podcast. It's my favorite in case you can't tell. I'm a little passionate about this, have a lot to say about this. And mine is a journey just like the people who are in my universe. It's a journey. You can't expect high performers. Don't expect yourself to, let me get this. Let me nail this down. <laughs> Cause you know, we want to, <laughs> oh. I gotta tell you. So it's a journey and it's a beautiful one. And you will see that you are the most undeniable on the planet and the impact is yours to make. Ooh. And yeah. That almost sounds like your final piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so okay, reiterate, what is, what is the final piece of advice for our listeners? Okay. So the final piece of advice is there is, a, there, there is an undeniable, a relentless force in you that is so good that only you can bring, that the world really needs and you need it. It lights you up. It lights the world up. That is an impact that only you can make. That is a fulfilled life that is yours to have. You're undeniable. Oh, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for spending time with us today, Rhonda. Oh my gosh, it's been my pleasure. Anybody out there... A, a 30 minute call free of charge. Remember, I get I get a chance to meet maybe 10,000 people in my life. And for each one of them that that call and just book a book a 30 minute um, make a difference call and, and we'll see what we can do. I awesome. love it. We'll make sure and put that in the show notes. <laughs> All right, great. Thank you so much, Christina. Thank you. If you'd like to learn more about Rhonda, visit her website at theundeniablebrand.com. Interested in expanding your employee development program? Visit christinaeans.com to look at the many workshops Christina has available for you.